Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Yes, you are. Fat Finger Bounce is still with us for one more day today. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. Sausage Um, fingers. Well, he's got tiny little uh, gerbil hands. Right, but we talked about the fact that he's got tiny hands, but he's got... Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show. It would appear Americans really have a thing for bananas. Bananas. Uber Eats came out with a breakdown of the most popular items, grocery and restaurant, that were ordered in 2021. Again, none of these can be real. Really, people are getting delivery bananas? But this is the thing. Uber Eats is just breaking down. I mean, this is just hard data. I mean, so it's not like, hey, anecdotally, like Uber Eats delivered more than 25,000 pounds, more than 12 tons of bananas in the U.S. just in September. And what percentage actually got peeled and eaten? Right. the moment you buy them, they turn brown. They leave them for dead and say, I'm going to make banana bread. You're never going to make banana bread. I I made a banana um, snack cake the other day. Oh, my God. I will never make it again. It was just, it was like a tractor beam of calories. (laughs) It was unbelievable. It had uh, salted caramel glaze. My husband's like, please make that again. I was like, no. Did you make it out of dead bananas? Because that's what they say. When they turn brown before you throw them out, throw them in the freezer. Yeah. And then you can make banana bread with them later. Oh, or like smoothies or do all that kind of stuff. I mean, we are a banana bread household. Half the time I buy bananas just not to eat, but to watch go brown so I can bake with them. I mean, homemade bread in general, that's my wife. She They love homemade bread and she'll make that. I'm like, I didn't know that people really made homemade bread. So I, like, I'd, I'd never done that before. So Uber Eats broke down not only like the grocery stuff. So obviously, like what's crazy is they were talking about um, the most expensive item. I mean, most the biggest order. So one of the things was a customer ordered $7,719 worth of groceries and had them delivered by Uber. So like 218 items. I mean, what kind of party are you throwing? Or like what kind of doomsday bunker <laughs> are I you think, stocking? I think Uber Eats, I think delivery uh, fast food. Yeah, I do. I don't think grocery. I mean, I do high V. I've done you know stuff like that, but I've never done. Uber. You'll do they, you do the food delivery from high V like once, and you'll feel terrible because it's a sweet old lady that brings you the groceries. We've done it multiple. And she'll look you in the eye like, "What's wrong with your legs, lazy?" <laughs> the car pulls up, and she's walking up, straining her back. It's one. You're of like, those that's stuff. right, Esther. Keep coming. <laughs> she's like, I don't better, want to come out the door. She's like, you better have an ankle bracelet on. <laughs> What's wrong with your legs? Witness, uh, I'm in uh, witness protection. I'm in my underwear. I'm like, the game's on. (laughs) Yeah, really, like, oh, my car's busted. Just needed to get some groceries. No, the car's fine. Yeah, you just wanted to watch the game or you didn't want to leave the house. I didn't realize that Uber Eats had acquired Drizzly, one of my faves. Um, That's the the alcohol delivery service. They uh, they ate Mm -hmm. them up earlier this year. And uh, so they also broke down the most popular 
booze orders, large margaritas. Drizzly (laughs) seems like the one delivery service that actually fairly makes sense because you're too drunk to go get more booze. Exactly. You're doing society a service. Like, stay on the the couch, Jerry. (laughs) We'll bring you more vodka. Yeah, the most popular items, and it made me wonder, uh, Jeff, if this was... um, Strictly based on the big party household, large margaritas, Tito's vodka, and White Claw variety packs. I'll tell you what, (laughs) all from party when he had COVID. Party's never going to order booze delivery. He loves to shop. He does. does. He enjoys more than buying alcohol at the grocery store every day. He would go to the family fair over by the old station all the time, and he like when when the liquor cashier knows you by name and like, oh, no tequila this time. You know, either you have a problem or you're just a friendly face. Well, what he said was during the pandemic, a lot of it was self-checkout. And when you buy booze at self-checkout, the gal's got to grab her key, key card and walk up to start putting in the codes. And he noticed one day he just walked up with literally like bananas and toilet paper and the gal grabbed her key and walked up. You're like, hey. Started padding. It's like, hey, Mike, and just started padding away the code. Just Pavlovian reaction. He's like, I'm getting bananas to make banana bread. (laughs) The Cornhuskers are playing this weekend. There'll probably be some booze deliveries for this. Uh, Ohio State. This is going to be hard. Well, what was kind of cool last night is watching the National Football League game, which was on Fox. And they go to they they do the commercials. They did the graphic, and I'm like, why am I seeing Adrian Martinez on my screen? It was pretty neat. It was like, hey, Saturday Nebraska versus Ohio State, and they had Martinez up there on you know Fox, the national coverage. That was kind of cool. Oh wow, that is cool. So tomorrow, 11 a.m. We all feel like it's going to be crazy down there. We all kind of feel like, why not? I mean, why not? Why can't they win? I mean, we we pulled so many close calls versus Oklahoma and Michigan and Michigan State. We've had two bad games in a row. Why not? There's only three left. Upset one of these guys. I probably wouldn't want to play us if I was Ohio State. I'm sure they they feel cocky, but we're hungry. But that's what they're that's what they're saying. They're saying, watch out for this. Don't don't be trapped in this Nebraska game because if Ohio State comes in, they're like, nah, we got this. I think if Martinez, we know how that switch goes, and the last two games it's been broken. But if it's on, if he gets out there and he's feeling it, doesn't hesitate, starts chucking and running. Who knows? I mean, that's what happened versus we thought we were going to get destroyed by Oklahoma. We thought we were going to get destroyed oh, yeah. by Michigan and Michigan State. Everybody, nobody's good in college football right now. I mean, they're good. Okay, Georgia. That's this We're not playing talk? Georgia. This like, is your pep talk, Scott Frost? <laughs> yes. Yeah, those games that we hung in there didn't count because they actually all suck. Everybody just sucks this year for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> we felt well, really I... motivated until Coach started speaking. <laughs> That's what we were arguing about yesterday. Like, how do you coach anymore? Um, let's say you're a modern-day coach. How much of it is strategy and the kind of coaching we had when we were kids, and how much is it just screaming, you know, like at halftime? But, you know, when what? you were losing? Can you scream anymore? I I, I, that's what we're saying because you I can't don't. really yell at these kids anymore. So, like, what do you do? Unless you're Nick Saban. There's, there are certain coaches who have established themselves that can yell. Scott Frost under the Tom Osborne. Because if you ever listen to the old Tom Osborne speeches, even in the Orange Bowl, he's like, Everybody, if you just stay calm, they're going to make mistakes, and we'll be all right. And sure enough, Miami made mistakes in that Orange Bowl, and we won. But and he so, earned. But he had everybody's respect, yeah. and he was the wise old man. He could raise his tone a little bit, but Osborne knew how to do good cop, bad cop. He was always the good cop, but you were still afraid of him because he was so respectful. And then his assistant coach, Frank Solich, was the bad cop. Frank would right. tear your head off. <laughs> like, you still need to have a consigliere. You need to have a heavy. Yeah, you do have to, so... 
Uh, Scott Frost, though, I, I don't know. Like, Bo Pelini would make me cry. He's the only one, like, the angry coach. Mike Riley would just make me feel good. Be like, guys, I know we're down by 50 right now at half. But let's make sure okay. we're eating bananas and hydrating and stuff, <laughs> and I'll be handing out some pudding cups. I don't know. Everybody gets a medal. I don't know what the secret is. I always thought that, that Coach Tom Osborne had that little arrow in his quiver for one game if he ever decided he wanted to snap and put his head through a chalkboard. I mean, the amazing. team would be like, oh, my God. Scott Fr- or, uh, Tom Osborne just – I don't think that man has ever said a swear word. Like, he just comes off oh, yeah. as that guy like... Yeah, no, he's not a cusser. He's never dropped an F-bomb or anything like that. Just No, oh, he's like Will Smith when he raps. <laughs> Cleanest mm-hmm. guy in town. Yep. Three new inductees into the Toy Hall of Fame. It was announced yesterday that the American Girl Dolls, the board game Risk... And sand. I am funny. just upset by that. I <laughs> think that is like, sand. isn't a box also in there? Like, what is the weirdest thing? Because sand is not. So they had the most uh, nominations, however they do their process. Like, this was a banner year of so many people suggesting the toys. And and sand makes and, uh, it in the top three. But it is. The board game Risk, too. Like, Battleship no, just, isn't that, even in there. Like, get, like, things that should be in the Hall of Fame, I'm looking they made the nominations, but haven't made the actual Toy Hall of Fame. But sand in boxes. Well, well sand, I think we need to, like, readjust what we are using as a standard for a toy. I mean, is mud also in the exactly. running? They said, what, mean, they said what, snow. what gets a ton of points is what engages your creativity. And sand has dual usage He-Man of when it's dry and when it's wet. And when sand gets wet, it becomes like Play-Doh and clay. Like the kinetic sand, that's cool stuff. Is that considered, or are we talking just the place? No, we're talking sand, sand yeah. like Organizing, beach, playgrounds. Right. <laughs> but He-Man and Cabbage Patch Kids, just to clarify, are still not in the Toy Hall of Fame, but sand is. The fact that sand was even in the running. <laughs> I don't think it's that controversial. <laughs> no, I just think it's I hysterical. I don't think it's controversial. I think it's pathetic. I was like, sand? You guys Come had, on. This is right up there with, like, best toy ever, stick. It's guys, like, is my dad making this list? You guys had fun with no, I, even as a an sandbox, you never had a oh, sand sand's box? amazing. No, no. still play I, with sand. I'm at the lake. I don't want sand on my flip flops because it just it tra- like it tracks everywhere and it's just in you. Like you feel sand in your body days after, even though you showered. So just regardless of playing with it, you just don't like sand. You're just, non- I'm not a sand kind of guy. Okay? Right. It's a bold take today. Hot takes. <laughs> hot takes from Bounce. My last day here. Not the, against sand. These hot takes. No sand's. Sands magic, um, but it is. It, I would just argue that I wouldn't consider it a toy. I mean, that, that like to me, a toy is something that somebody has constructed, something that you've made, that you've manufactured. Sand I mean, is just existing. Yeah, like pail and shovel is right. Sand, that would be something. Sand not included though. Like you can't play with your pail and shovel if you don't have some sand. Oh, I don't well, know. You can make some sand mud castles. pies. I used to make sand castles over by the lake with my son without the pail and shovel. You just use your hands, if that counts. Well, I'll be very interested to see. I hope that they build a, an unbelievable sand castle at the museum in which to commemorate all of this. Uh, up next, we're going to play the new song by uh, The Weeknd and Post Malone, man. They've, oh, they've it's great. synced it together. Hot new track. Uh, what's it called? Bounces right on it on this one. What's that? Oh, what? sorry, my mic was uh, one right now. One right now. All right.
We're going to play that turn one. Turn my mic off there. That, my bad. That was okay. clear, clear. All right. The train wreck continues. Come back. It's a big party morning show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right. What do you think? Brand new music on the Big Party Morning Show, Post Malone and The Weeknd. I can't believe that's their first collaboration together. One right now. Yes. They sound great together. Yeah, I mean, like the way Post Malone's style really works with like the weekend. Like with the weekend, so not a processed voice. I mean, he's just got really good pipes, and then Post Malone kind of plays with it a little bit. But well, we're gonna be doing this one every hour. So you missed it, just got a glimpse of it. Like, what was that? We'll we'll be doing that close to the top of the hour every hour. Just making sure you get your Post Malone and fix it. The weekend one right now. Uh, both of them singing about unfaithful relationships. So here, I mean, here's some lyrics. You say you love me, but I don't care that I broke my hand on the same wall that you told me that he blanked you on. Oh. Wait, who said that? The weekend? So is he singing about what? Selena Gomez wasn't? Well, somebody oh, punched the, somebody who punched a oh, punched a wall and broke their hand. I would say that would probably be if I had a choice. It would be the weekend of the two of them. Do your or your recon? Who broke a hand? I mean. You gotta be pretty intense, mad to be punching. Although we do we, know somebody who's done that. I don't want to say. Do we we, we just say? recently had somebody. I'm not to say I was saying. <laughs> yeah, a guy in the building just broke his hand because he hit a wall mm-hmm. or a door. Well, <laughs> it looks like he. I mean, he, the weekend definitely has an arrest. The first thing that comes up is that he was arrested and released in Vegas. This was back in like 2015. Um, and who and, cheated uh, on Posty? Well, yeah. I would hope nobody. Right? Doesn't he just come off as the most like oh lovable guy? Like how could you hurt this guy? He's great. Oh, I could see him being a flake. Really? Like you like it? Oh, absolutely. Like where it's like I thought you were gonna text me, and all of a sudden I showed up, and it's just like you hanging out with all your friends, drinking, drinking out of red light. solo cups, and <laughs> you just didn't even call, and he'd be like, "What?" And huh? then, so so then a girl dumps him, and then he puts your name on his face. That's <laughs> so like, what hell the tattoos. Like he, he might lash out. Yes. With a public forehead statement. Uh, so that's the brand new track. Um, pretty cool. Uh, we've got uh, new music coming up as well. Uh, celebrity news. And also, uh, one hour from now, we're going to give you the times to listen to score. $1,000. We're just trying to put a grand in your pocket today. And we'll tell you how many chances today when you listen. And we just give you the keyword and you text it and win a grand. We're giving away $100,000. Uh, Molly, what's happening with uh, celebrities? Got a lot of new movies out. Yes. And the sexiest man alive has been revealed. Oh, this person finally Having their moment. How so old? Glad. Give us an age range. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Thirties, mm. right, we'll maybe forty. All right, it's a big party show. It's Channel Nine for one. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel Nine Time to spill the tea on the Big Party Morning Show. Chris Evans has landed people's sexiest man alive. 2021, finally. Finally, one of the Chris's, he was like the last one on the list. I mean, we've had Chris Pratt. We've had Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans was just kind of hanging out there. Did you and know now that? it's Captain America's time. Did you know that he hadn't been on the list? I did. I did know that he hadn't been on the list. Um, the, the scuttlebutt is that he was supposed to be last year's pick. And then he had that unfortunate social media incident where he accidentally uploaded pictures of his privates. You think that was wouldn't an that have actually got him that? Yeah, do you thing? think it was an accident or a, or a planned a planned PR event? Uh, I think it was an accident. Like based on his social media, kind of, he's he's not that kind of 
guy, it doesn't appear. I mean, this was seriously, I mean, obviously these were private pictures that he was sharing with someone, but it wasn't meant to go full worldwide web. And it was um, what, a, a pick. Yeah, he had been playing. It was during quarantine. And, you know, you're doing those um, uh, Zoom games with friends, like FaceTime or whatever. And it was something like that. And he was uploading a clip to share like, hey, this was really funny. And at the end of the clip, he didn't. He included like his uh, his fo- photo stream, and in the photo stream was <laughs> a photo <laughs> that was not part of the game night game. How many of those Zoom episodes happened in the last year? Remember, there was so this, many. There was the CNN reporter that was in the middle of like a Zoom meeting with the network, and yep. oh yeah, was full frontal, and his excuse was oh. that was for someone else. He was on two <laughs> Zoom calls. Like, you're like, well, you're at work. Bad we got last year. So <laughs> he was ones. He was I mean, camera. Yeah. He thought he was camera off for the work Zoom and camera on for like I don't know his date with Lisa over the internet, <laughs> and he had no pants on. I, I panic. I I don't. We I didn't do a lot of Zooms. My wife had to teach me a lot of it because I'm like sitting over here. I can't hear. What do I do? How do I mute this? Is it? Can they see me? Can they see me? Because like I don't know. I I hated Zoom, and I'm glad that. We're at least all back to work and don't have to worry about that as much. Jeffrey Tubin. Remember? Jeffrey Tubin? Jeffrey Tubin. That was it. Jeffrey Tubin. An unfortunate last name, too. Tubin. <laughs> what like, became, well, that, they, it became a term. Mm-hmm. Tubin um, it. Tubin it. Was uh, doing a Zoom meeting without your pants on. It was like, dude, I hope you got your camera buttons right. There is a great commercial, and I can't remember what it's for, where the husband's like, hey, are we about ready for, and he comes out on the patio and he's not wearing pants. He's got tidy whities on. Yes. And it turns out that they're not having like a Zoom happy hour with their friends, like it's in real life. They're sitting out on the patio, and he walks up and he goes, hey, what time are they showing up? Oh, yeah. He goes, they're here. (laughs) He looks over and he goes, I thought we were doing this on Zoom. And she goes, no. (laughs) She just goes, no. I don't even like to, like... (laughs) And he's I, got the tidiest whiteies on. Yes. I, I don't, I sleep shirtless. And with my, like, if I'm walking out, I don't even want my own daughter to have to be traumatized by something like this. By being shirtless. Yes. So I always put the shirt on. Like, this guy, yeah, it's people who are comfortable. Also, tidy whiteies. Don't body shame still, yourself. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm flubby. Hairy and flubby. That's fine. Sorry. You walk proud. It's your house. <laughs> right. So Chris take, take Evans, your, take your house back, bounce. Right, Some stop sleeping on the couch. Start walking around without a shirt on. I'm just saying, these are things that right. you can do. He's giving men a bad name, you know, like the guys that are all proud of their man cave. It's like take your house back. You're yeah. living in your garage, <laughs> and you think I, you're killing it. I, <laughs> you're like, I'm crushing it. I get to be out here by the trash can. Although, no, that's not true because at my brother's last weekend, we went to Lincoln for the birthday. He's got a great, so he's got two TVs set up right. in the garage. Like brother, like, like brother. Yeah. No, I like that. I the think women are inside concept. just cackling. Yeah. Watching Watch the this. Kids. I got no, the whole yeah. house to myself. Yeah. But the, no, actually, it's when you get away from the kids, so you're leaving the missus in, like, in charge, and you're like, you got this, right? We're going to go out in the garage, and you're just basically a big piece of fun. Right. Kanye is, uh, is still considers Kim... Kardashian, his wife, he did an interview yesterday. And she's officially with Pete Davidson, pretty much. Well, it's like, yeah, pretty much. She's out and about with Pete Davidson. They've been spotted all over New York. And it must be some level of, like, real feelings because 
no Hulu crew has been following them. Like, she's not doing this for her new reality show. What the time she's spending with him is off the clock, which, if you know anything about the Kardashians, they don't do anything for free. Yeah, they, they love <laughs> the attention on that. They want the cameras around. Exactly. Them. So if she's hanging out with Pete, having pizza, and eating carbs on Staten Island, and there's no film crew, I'd be worried if I were Kanye. Um, he says that Kim is still his wife because there ain't no paperwork to say otherwise. Well, That's so- what we always say on, on these breakups when people are civil. It's all civil until one of you moves on. Yes. Yeah. And then it gets ugly. People start. So you kind of a feel jealousy. for the it's feelings. Weird, yeah. uh, I read a story yesterday where they were, they were comparing Pete Davidson. They were saying he is the Warren Beatty of his generation. Stop it. And no. Warren, ba- Warren Beatty claimed he slept with 13,000 women. But he was also like an absolute lady killer looking guy. I mean, he was like heartthrob for grandmas and moms everywhere. 13,000. How do you like just give a rough estimate? Like, ah, no, well, and he even says 13,000. He roughly. says that's a rough estimate. He said there's about 13,000 he can confirm. He's like, there's a three or four, Does maybe a, a day. Does he have that any sales through the tracks? He was the most uh, popular, the most powerful man in Hollywood for uh, a long quite a time. few years. Mm-hmm. He was a mega producer, mega mega director, um, basically ran studios. And so in old school Hollywood, you know, if women who slept with Warren Beatty, you know, shot to the top. And like Molly uh, said, he was he was good looking. So, you know, most of these, I think, were consensual relationships, right? I mean, he never Oh, got, I mean, he was, he didn't he was get me totally, too. We're not going to get no. something on Twitter or like a story about this one that 20 years ago. He, I mean, that, that old, that old dog got house broke though. I mean, he uh, married Annette Benning. and he just got older. And I mean, I think he was just ready to, to just be a, a little. Oh my God, that would be exhausting. I know. He, remember when he dated Madonna? There was a point when he dated Madonna, and Madonna at that point was recording everything in her life, which was an unheard of thing in the you know nineties or whatever. Um, and he was like not having it. They were dating, and there was always a camera crew. He's like, "Can't we just do something, and it just be us? Like, does it always have to be for the camera?" I mean, he was he was definitely. So this is interesting that they're comparing. Pete Davidson, of all people. He's hardly what I would call, like, box office. I mean, he's not... I don't think he's ever going to get people's sexiest man alive, like Chris Evans. It's this personality. It's clearly, women love a funny guy. Like it, now it doesn't matter. They want dad bod and just funny dude. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's what's going to do it for you now. And didn't you say that you were having to tell your family that you were a funny person or that you were an important I, Yeah, my, my daughter claims that I'm awkward. We were going to go... When we were trick-or-treating, she wanted to go with her friends. I was like, oh, cool, great. Let's she go. said she didn't want to go. She and you were like, no, you I'm really a big deal. I'm, I do not realize, Riley, that your dad is on the radio. I am cool. And when you have to say you're cool, maybe you're not. But I'm like, hey, I've been here for 10 years. I'm big in Omaha. Yeah, this is great. You should be proud of this. No, I'm awkward. Right. You told her you were big in Omaha. Yeah. No, I didn't use those words. But it was just, <laughs> right. I was like, hey, come on. I'm a big yeah. deal. I'm an important man. I drive a vehicle. I leave the house. My kids have no idea what I do. They think that I talk to myself in a closet in the basement. <laughs> no parent, no kids. But I mean, that's the that's that's the beauty of childhood. I didn't have any idea what my kid, my mom yeah. did. She went to Mutual of Omaha and answered phones and filed stuff. I guess no kids yeah. ever know. That's why all those celebrities, a lot of times, will do a kid movie 
because they want their kids to see something that they're in. Yeah. Yes. That's why athletes sometimes come out of retirement and right. play one more season because they want their kid <laughs> to see that they were once in the league. You know, right. I can't do anything like that, I guess. So I guess you hear this from like hockey yeah. players and NBA guys that are baseball players. They retire and then they have a family and their kid starts getting into the sport that they played. You're like, are you serious? They have a favorite player, like Gretzky's kids. We're like, Dad, were you ever good? (laughs) Mario Lemieux says his kids were like, Dad, were you ever good? You weren't as good as these guys. My dad's awkward. Who's your dad? Wayne Gretzky. Right. So, Mm. uh, And about uh, just around the corner, about 725, we're going to give you guys the times to listen today for the keyword. That's the way this goes. Monday through Friday, there's only one spot that we tell you when to listen, and that's 725. So we're going to reward you, and then you'll know what hours to listen for. At uh, 30 after the hour when we give you the keyword. And you text it and you win $1,000. We Got could it. be giving away five grand today. I love it. All right, it's next hour. We're going to do news headlines. What's happening, Molly? People have offered up the things that they would rather do and to never have to exercise again. Ooh, <laughs> I would give up exercise. That's exactly uh, we'll what I was going to say. Channel 90 for one. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. I'm seeing this is what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show. Not everybody loves exercise, uh, and it's definitely something that, you know, a lot of people have to find a reason to get off the couch to do. But there are one in four people that would that hate working out so much that they'd be willing to sacrifice Netflix or even they would happily text an ex if it meant that they would never have to exercise again. Yet keep their exercise body. Exactly. Because people who exercise. So it's like you're exercising, you hate it. And it's like, listen, if I could keep my exercise gym body, but like hand wash dishes for the rest of my life, never yeah. using a dishwasher, people would rather. Who, who wouldn't make that trade? Yeah. I would in a heartbeat. I, mean, I think every human would. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the worst, like, I don't know. Hand wash dishes already do that. It'd be like have to give up something like alcohol. Like if you could keep that look, but you you don't you can't drink anymore. Would you? Well, let's not go crazy. I know, right? I went extreme. If you didn't drink anymore, then then you'd have a gym bot. Yeah, exactly. Like so, let's just try to think about things that you know. So (laughs) Netflix has got that series Black Mirror, and in their so it's really it's probably the best sci-fi stuff that's come out in years. Yes, Uh, we all tripped out when it came out. It's Charlie Booker. And the first season, one of the coolest episodes they did is they did the dystopian future and that all currency is based on exercise. Yeah. So you basically live in a pod. You live in basically like a prison cell. But if you want to buy things, you got to get on an exercise bike. Oh, I remember that. And, and you, you got to like turn away. And yes. once you get enough credit, I mean, you got to use your credits all day for food, the television shows you watch uh, to move up in the world. It was, a, it was kind of a cool premise. So like, what if you could flip it the other way? That you didn't have to earn your Netflix, you had to ride on that exercise bike for 30 minutes. For 30 minutes. You want to play a video game, you got to earn some credits. Yeah, you don't have to go extreme, but yeah, like 30 minutes. We'd all be really fit people that just watch TV all day instead (laughs) of unfit people who watch TV all day. See, I've tried some version of that where there are only shows that I will watch on Netflix when I'm on the treadmill. And then what ends up happening is, is like, people are like, so how's that series going? I was like, oh, yeah, I quit it because I stopped 
walking on the treadmill yeah. and I also won't break that. I, I broke that promise to myself, so now I'm not going to break the Netflix promise. I mean, even with earbuds in, it's hard to, you can casually watch programs, but I don't think I can really take in a movie. Football. No. And actually would, have I, your heart rate going. Yeah, maybe sports. 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 Because sports. then you're motivated like, oh my gosh, he's running like 20 miles an hour. I want to be like him and then I'm going to run faster, but then I'm going to be more tired because I... But I don't think no, you could I'm like watch athlete. Dune for the first time no, or Tenant and be like, boom, I am boom, totally invested boom, in this boom, and boom, also boom, keeping boom. it going. Yesterday, I just put YouTube on and just let it go and and just watched like dumb music videos. Yeah. And, and that was that was fine. But like, yeah, what was, do you set? What's the what's the highest that you put the treadmill to? Yesterday, I got up to like six point eight. Um, I don't do it very often. Yesterday was kind of one of those days where I was feeling stir crazy. And I was like, I got to burn this energy off. Um, and so I just hopped on there for a quick, like, quick run. Like, how quick is quick? Uh, it was 30 minutes. Well, that's good. Good for you. Keep it up. I always feel intimidated when you go to the gym and try to do that 30-minute run and you're tired and you see, like, somebody else go. Like, they got there 15 minutes after you. They're going hard. You're like, nope, I'm done. That's when I stopped going to the YMCA. I mean, you should get on the treadmill, warm yourself up, whatever you need to do quickly. A quick warm-up just so, you know, maybe you're loose. But then the smartest way to do it is to instantly, as fast as you can, get your heart rate up. Yes. So turn the treadmill up to 10 and run on that thing or whatever your high max is that you can And then handle, drop it. And then do that for 10 minutes. Get I that heart up. rate up and then drop it and get your miles in. But I can see, I can't do... I do intervals. Like, like when I'm saying I'm on there for 30 minutes, I mean, my average is probably 4 point whatever, 4.6. Because I'm going back and forth. I don't have the stamina to run for 30 minutes straight. I'm not a runner. I'm a, I'm a as a Sebastian Maniscalco said, I'm a valet jogger. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the guy who got your keys and is going to go get your car. He's not really running, but he's kind of hustling a little bit. That's sort of my, yeah. that's my speed. Record number of Americans are in support of legalizing marijuana. It's going to happen, people. We just need to get on board. Well, it's already legal almost everywhere. Yes. On a state level. I'm just talking here in Nebraska. Come yeah, on, people. I think we always say we'll probably be the last. I think yep. so, too. Uh, they said that uh, a lot of people, big increase from just eight years ago. Um, so it finally first, you know, like it's it's gotten past the over 50%. So the number stands at 83% of Dems and 50% of Republicans say marijuana should be legal. I'm blown away with how many people are comfortable flying, flying with it now. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to. I hear horror stories just driving through to Colorado and coming back over the border, and there'd be like checkpoints. And you're oh like, God, it's every da- it's probably every other dad in his family, because gummies have made it not a drug anymore. Everybody always thought yeah. weed was a drug when you smoked it. It was like, oh, you're smoking heroin or opium. You turn <laughs> it into a gummy, and housewives are like, honey, let's get six bags. <laughs> and now dad's coming back from a family vacation. He's ten and two in it and sweating bullets. <laughs> That he's going to get pulled over. And the wife's like, they're just gummy bears. He's like, yeah, the drug dogs are going to sniff out in about a hot second. Uh, Cornhuskers play tomorrow. We are uh, playing host to Ohio State. Kickoff is at 11 o'clock. The Huskers haven't beat the Buckeyes since 2011. I remember that year. That was like it was a rainy night. And uh, Luke, that was Luke Fickle, who is now the Cincinnati's coach. And he was the interim because they had let go. I want to say Jim Tressel, the old coach, and Ohio State was just down, and we—I feel like we got lucky on that one. Well, let's think about tomorrow. Are we going to get lucky tomorrow? 
we're due. <laughs> I mean, we're over. You know, we played. We we we've hung with the big boys yeah. early in the season, and we struggled against the the lesser quality teams like the Minnesota and Purdue. Maybe we will play up to the level of our competition. But we've like always we did against close. Oklahoma and Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah, I mean, we've always still stayed close. That Purdue game was tough. You make those mistakes, but no, you stay hang in there. But. The one thing I don't want to see, if we're going to get blown out, don't let it be in the first half. Don't let it be 35 to 10. Vegas, well, But that's been the painful thing is yeah. that we get so close at the end. I mean, we were we went into halftime last week ahead. Vegas and is pretty, then, pretty smart. They have Ohio State by 15. So that's a, that's a good that's a good line. That's reachable. If, if Martinez can have a day, which we've seen him have, you know, not hesitant. Honestly. And, and instead of hanging in the pocket, running again. Yeah. A 15-point favorite. I didn't see that. That's that's actually not that bad. We can hang with them. If Vegas thinks we can do it, I mean, we can do it. Yeah, go Big Red. So there's an ancient amethyst ring that was found in Israel, and apparently it is thought to ward off hangovers. I think this is so neat. I love, like, little like tidbits like this. Because you're into weird hippie rock. You know I love my rocks. <laughs> And I did not realize. So amethyst has a like a like a history of a symbolism of being thought to ward off drunkenness. So people of a certain you know wealth class back in the seventh century would wear it. And it, it, it's interesting because this this jewelry, this ring, was found at an excavation site of what was once a winemaking operation. So it was like the Byzantine era or something like that. And so that's why they're like, oh, well, this must have been some rich guy or gals, uh, like little, little like lucky charm hangover remedy. I think it's just interesting that how it goes. Hangover remedies go back to the seventh century. How did they know what the first hangover? Like, what was that feeling like? A headache. Is it a headache? Is that do you get hangovers? I I, I don't, but that's what people I mean. Yeah. It's usually a headache. Yeah, headache or, you know, nauseous, your stomach's kind of uh, sour, yeah. Remember, you know. They're, and they're, they're probably learning how to, ma- I mean, alcohol and society have gone hand hand in hand. So you're learning how to ferment. It's yeah. probably a hell of a lot more experimental. I mean, we're drinking Budweiser and stuff. That it's multi-processed. Mm-hmm. It's streamlined. When you're drinking live beer at a brewery, the liver it is, the more, even if you don't drink a ton of it, you're, you might tend to get a hangover. Like, drink a bunch of microbrews. You're going to have a hangover the next day. Well, there's that. And- the, that's a growing bacteria in your body. The even the fresh stuff, like if you go to uh, the Coors factory, um, even just Coors Light, they say that fresh beer that is right there. Two of those can make you. It's different than it already being canned, shipped, and you know all that stuff. So I believe that. Have you ever done the tour, Coors Light? No, when we were there just in Colorado, it was it was closed down. I've, um, so I've done it, and I've done Budweiser too, and they basically show you how they start out making. Mm-hmm. It's a real beer. Like we would say, see our buddy Zach makes down a brickway. Yeah. And by the end, they're very proud of the process. It's water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I designed mean, that you can They keep drink. filtering it out it's for drinkability. That you can make 35 of them, right. You can drink <laughs> 35 of them. That's sort of, um, I mean, that would be the thing that I would think like back in the day, like the 7th century, like how potent was this oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, the moonshine, the mead. whiskey. Yeah, oh, I mean, just of think of stuff. all of like the soul fights and I mean, like, I mean, your head was probably splitting. And this is also like pre-aspirin or ibuprofen or blackout curtains. Well, if water wasn't available, <laughs> it was what you drank. I mean, children drank uh, yes. alcohol through yeah. long, long ago history. Kids would yeah. have a glass of brandy. wine. Or, you could have brandy. Like if you're sick or you're getting through surgery, they're like, all right, take this down, little Timmy. Let's 
going to hurt. I doubt this amethyst thing works, though. No, no, but I just think it's so interesting that it, it, like, it's just the hubris of man. Like, since the seventh century, we've been trying to figure out the cure to a hangover when the only cure that anybody seems to find is, like, just don't drink that much. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter water, you can take vitamin B. Some people have those, like, you know, last night shots. Have you seen those? Where Pedialyte it's like it's, is a big thing, too. Yeah, Pedialyte, shots, but they're yes. like these, no, not like a shot of alcohol. They're like these, like, yeah. post-shot night things that you take before you go to sleep. Yeah. I don't think plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Alka-Seltzer? Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah. No, yeah. You don't see anyone ever doing Alka-Seltzer. Well, my favorite is the, the, the that Pedialyte was the original. Is the commercials, and you see the dad just hung over sitting on the floor by the fridge. That stuff, the, that stuff works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's the stuff that, like, professional athletes take, and it's just a higher form of Pedialyte. You take it before you drink. It's supposed to be for kids. And it'll, it'll knock <laughs> out uh, your chance to get a hangover. All right. Oh, that's uh, wild. Just around the corner, we're going to give you the uh, the times to listen to today. We've had a full week of winnings, and you're going to find out what hours to listen to to score. Uh, if this was the Squid Games... It would be a chance to win 1,186,599 won. Wow. <laughs> Remember Squid Games? Yes. Why it was a big bowl of money? Because wow. in the United States, that's only $1,000. <laughs> 20 cents, guys. 1000 bucks, man. We're giving away $100,000 of the plastic payoff, and your chance to win is right around the corner. It's the Big Party Show on Channel 94.1. Stick around. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Yes, you are. What's better than a breakup song? Money. Thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot of breakup songs that we're playing right now. Listen. Yeah, they're uh, Olivia Rodrigo's heavy in the rotation. I would definitely say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that there's is, a lot of things that happen. The last new, year the new and... Post Malone and the Weekend one right now is uh, is sort of a breakup song or a revenge but it, song. Think about it; it helps you get through it yourself. So you're you're listening to it. You're like, I relate to this song. I feel sad. This always song. makes good music, but it it's, does. But that's nice to have sappy, we happy need, songs. We need uh, happy. Though. All right, so these are the times to listen to. We're going to do this uh, today, and we'll do it all next week. Uh, the way it goes is every weekday. Uh, about 7.25, we here on The Big Party Show are going to tell you the times to listen for a chance to score $1,000 when we tell you what the keyword is. And it's the $100,000 plastic payoff bounce today. They need to listen to the following hours. All right, so we're actually going to do it next hour. So 8.29, 10.29, 12.29, and 3.29. So we do it you know, t- around 29 after the hour, but that's going to be 10.29, 12.29, 329 and then coming up next hour about 829 we'll get you the first keyword and it's a thousand so we have four thousand dollars we're going through and like i said people are confused like hold on so is it just a thousand dollars a day no it's a thousand dollars each keyword that we give you is worth a thousand dollars all right and the number to have locked into your phone is 402-938 oh yeah there's party wait hold on one second hello hello Ghost in the machine. Yes. We have no idea how we got a recording. Yes. How he recorded himself in there. He'll be back Monday. But uh, yeah. The number to lock in, 402-938-9400, but the time's 8, 10, 12, and 3. Uh, you said that you've been having trouble uh, sleeping, right? Bounce? Yeah. No, this is my first night. I, we watched a little bit of that Queen uh, musical thing last night. My wife's like, come upstairs and watch it. It's 8 o'clock. I'm tired. Um, but watch it with the family. Start singing. We're all singing along. It's horrible. Um no, our singing. And I finally said about 8.30, I went downstairs. I said, I'm going to go downstairs and finish some work. No, I fell asleep and finally got like a full night's sleep because the last couple times with this, 
I was getting like three and four hours of sleep each night. And I'm like, and do you usually, is that a, a no. not just this week, a normal occurrence? No. Do you struggle to sleep? Uh, yeah, well, yes. Sometimes, doesn't anybody wake up? It's like three in the morning. You're like, ah, can't fall back asleep. And then six o'clock in the morning comes around. You're like, okay, I want to go back to sleep now. But you can't. That's right, so I, I, so what I was, the point was I was going to try and give you advice on how to get sleep. I would love to hear this. Lay it on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, four, seven, eight <laughs> is the method. Four, four, seven, eight. This is a yoga technique uh, that can kill stress. You don't even need to use this to sleep, um, but it's a way to calm yourself down, get your body to slow down for bedtime. Four, seven, eight. All right. Number one, you breathe through your nose for a count of four seconds. Breathe through your nose for a count of four seconds. Then you hold your breath for seven seconds. Then you exhale for eight seconds, making a whoosh sound through pursed lips. Okay? Do that four times in a row, and you should be at least very relaxed. Close your eyes and go to sleep. Kind of made me feel So something to try that again. Four, seven, eight. And also don't pound as many five-hour energies. That, that also has. helps. That? Or like stop at, you know, like nine o'clock. I mean, there's people that say that they can't even have pop past like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Or they say they cannot sleep. Yeah, but that caffeine is still in their body. Caffeine has n- no impact on me. Like drinking a pop or coffee, none of that. For some reason, these five-hour energies have saved me. Now, I do crash later. So right now you have me talking a mile a minute. And then 9.30, I'll... It'll be a train wreck, and I'm hitting the wrong buttons with my fat finger. Well, there's two things. Some people, it, it's the struggle to try and get yourself to actually fall asleep when you lay down. Yeah. And the other yes. one, the other problem that most Americans deal with is putting ourselves down. We don't go to sleep because late at night sometimes is your only moment of peace. Like your mm-hmm. kids have gone to sleep. You want to watch your, your show Your significant sometimes. other has gone to sleep. You actually finally have me time. You're not yeah. responding to work emails. Yep. That's my big thing. And you're like, oh, I'm totally on my own and free, but it's 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You start thinking about that alarm clock going off. So try that. Four, seven, eight. Breathe in through your nose for four, count, for, uh, four seconds. Hold your breath for seven. Exhale for eight, making that whoosh sound. Do it four times in a row. See if it works. All right, we're going to try that. We'll try that. Uh, Around the corner, like we said, an hour from now, it's going to be the first chance to score that $1,000. And uh, some celebrity news. we got a lot of movies out this weekend. Yes, a lot of movies out. And uh, we've also got Kanye, uh, who still believes that Kim Kardashian is his wife, yet she's out dating. And a new People magazine, Sexiest Man. He is a superhero. We'll find out who that is next. To the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. If it's influencing us, we're talking about it. Time to spill the tea. (laughs) Well, we've got a lot of uh, movies in theaters this weekend. The latest from the Marvel Universe, Eternals. It opened last night. Though, reviews? A little mixed. It kind of opens with... um, uh, a, a not great distinction of being like the lowest rated Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Even worse than that one, that recent one, Gary and the Five Stars or whatever. Was Apparently, that was. I mean, the 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 scuttlebutt is is that this this did not have a strong reception. Well, um, just but I mean, give me a break. It's got amazing people in it. It's got an amazing director. The other thing that's in theaters, this is getting a lot of praise, is Spencer, 
That's the one with uh, Kristen Dunst. Or not Kristen Dunst. Kristen Kristen Stewart. Stewart. She plays Lady Diana. Yes, and it's haunting how much she really is able to embody um, the late princess. And that's getting all sorts of talk and uh, buzz about possible Oscar nomination. Uh, Chris Evans is going to be People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2021. Long overdue. Who does he take the crown from? Do we know? Michael B. Jordan. That's who it was. I could think of. Who is, I mean, again, not a bad, not uh, an amazing choice. People Magazine's really good. (laughs) But now they're going with young guys. Remember, they used to go with old farts. It was always like, you know, Clooney and all those dudes when they were in their mid-40s. Yes. Well, Evans is 40, and not that long ago, it was Idris Elba, and he's long in the tooth as far as, you know, like, I mean, he's not like 20-something. He's in his, what, 50s, maybe 40s. So they kind of, they mix it up a little bit, but Chris Evans, solid choice. Who would who would challenge him for the throne? Chris Evans, who would challenge him this year? Mm, I think it'd be interesting if they did like Timothy Chalamet. People have such a love-hate relationship with Timothy Chalamet's, like, appearance. He's probably next. Because he's one of those things where it's like he's pretty, but then some people are like, he's pretty, not handsome, and then other people are like, no, he's handsome, not pretty. You know, I mean, but he definitely is a face. Like, I bet he's probably inside People Magazine somewhere. So, ladies, as, like, your, up-and-comer. your sexiest men of the year, reverse order, goes Chris Evans. Yes. Michael B. Jordan, John mm-hmm. Legend, Idris Elba, Blake Shelton, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, David Beckham, Chris Hemsworth, Adam Levine, Levine Ch- Channing Tatum, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, Johnny Depp. Yeah. You got to go back to 09. Wow. And Johnny Depp made it for the second time. Yeah, that's he's a the, multiple. That's the most recent double dipper. Then Hugh Jackman, Matt Damon, George Clooney, second time in 2006. Matthew McConaughey, Jude Law, Johnny Depp's first time is 03. Affleck, Pierce Brosnan, Brad Pitt, 2000 was his second time. You know who would actually, I could see, I take back the Timothy Chalamet, just um, uh, Jason Momoa, right? Yeah. Doesn't Jason Momoa fall in that? Like all ladies are like thirsty for him. He's got, you know, the sensitive side, but he's also just absolutely ripped. He's got those piercing eyes. Jason Momoa, as part of would say. Yeah, so Brad Pitt for the second time. Richard Gere in 99, Harrison Ford in 98, Clooney for the first time in 97, Denzel, 96, Brad Pitt's first time was 95, and in 1994, one and done, Keanu Reeves. Keanu! Keanu! Good for him. He was 30 years old. Don't you think he's ready for his second? Absolutely. He's totally aged into a man of distinction, and he wears a suit so well. I mean, him in the John Wick movies, Keanu Reeves doesn't even have to say anything. And you're like, okay, I'll go to dinner with you. He doesn't even have to invite you. You just want to cozy on up. John Wick's ready for his second shot. Uh, Kanye West is, um, as far as he's concerned, Kim Kardashian is still his wife. And actually, legally, she still is. Uh, So apparently, the divorce, while they're like, you know, very amicable and moving on separate lives for months now, it hasn't been finalized. So technically, Kim and Kanye are still married. So it's interesting to wonder, based on, you know, like his haircut and him shaving off of his eyebrows and stuff, I wonder if this is a, sort of a reaction to seeing his still wife, soon to be ex-wife, out dating. Well, they still yeah. have kids together, and sometimes you, you realize you'd rather be together for the kids. And some couples stay together financially, meaning they're separated, but, but it's cheaper. 
to not get divorced. And he's yes. and with, you know, his, his religion beliefs now and all that stuff. It's like, well, he maybe doesn't believe in divorce and he's not going to sign the paperwork. I could see him just sitting on the paperwork saying, no, I'm not going to sign it. Yeah. How's that album doing, by the way? Remember, he was going. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. Tour <laughs> city by city and doing the the you know the big album. The listening aud- tour. Yeah. So where's let's get back to the music, buddy. Yeah. I know. I would love to if he would drop some singles. I mean, I there are a couple of them that are total earworms, um, and 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 are really are really good. The one that he does with Jay Z is a really great one. Um, but yeah, as far as like how that album's moving, I'm not quite sure. I haven't really heard it. Haven't heard it spinned. Ariana Grande is going to be in the film version of the Broadway musical Wicked. Did either of you see it when it came through town touring nope. Wicked? No. Uh-uh. Uh, it's really good. Strong new. But I'm starting to get into right? musicals. The, the Hamilton really got me into it. My family loves it. Ha- so. Hamilton is a gateway drug to Broadway. It was. And for me. Or the it, Book of Mormon. Book I of Mormon it. was going to be mine. That was like where I was like, okay, these aren't awful. A Tommy actually old school like gateway musical um let's tommy's say, like the rock opera by the who let's say we're like book of mormons on the left the easy and cats is on the far right oh god cats where's wicked wicked's over in the book of mormon camp so it's based on a book uh called wicked and and it's this author and he's written this is like the original um like villain origin story so what if you heard the Wizard of Oz story through the Wicked Witch? Like, what made her the Wicked Witch? And this is about the two sisters, Glinda and the Wicked Witch and, and who, their history. And so which one is Ariana play? Ariana Grande is playing Glinda, the Good Witch. And then Cynthia um, Arrivo is going to be playing Elphaba, who is the Bad Witch. But it's it's cool. Like, you get this, like, neat perspective on what made her wicked. I don't think of a character. I think of a sandwich when you say bad witch. Bad witch. You guys ever had a bad witch? <laughs> yes. You'll never forget one. Baloney. You ever had a, a bison witch? witch? Bison witches? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bison witches. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Next hour might be a chance to win $1,000. Mm. It just might be a chance. In fact, it is a chance to win $1,000. <laughs> at what time? Uh, we have that coming up at about 8 29 right around there now i will say this too we have the weekend the debut the world premiere of post malode and the weekend we're gonna have that coming up around the top of the hour for it's you. called one right now it's a, a pretty good track molly what's coming up next in the news people are getting on board with legalizing marijuana find out where americans stand all right coming up next stick around you're listening to the big party morning show on channel 94 here's what's trending on the big party morning show 68 percent of americans are ready to support legalizing marijuana it's the first time it's the biggest number in uh in since they've been asking gallup is the one that put the numbers together so it's a big increase from just eight years ago when that first number was like barely 50 percent so people are definitely picking up steam but we're also seeing it legalized more and more state by state across the country here locally in Nebraska, they're still working on measures. You know, they're collecting signatures. They want to get a ballot issue on, which got blocked last year, which was... The, Many which of the uh, people hated. who want to legalize it, it doesn't mean that they are they want to use it. Exactly. It just now we're looking at it logically, that it's not good for laws. You know, the respect for legal system and laws erode when people are using a product that is 
that is illegal. When you have that much of the of percentage of the population that is using something that is federally illegal, it's a mixed message. Cops will tell you. They're like, just make a decision and legalize yeah. it so we can stop going after it. Like, if Americans have chose that they want to use this thing, Which, it would be like what we did with prohibition. Right? Well, I'm Those looking are- at it, like, from a fiscal p- standpoint. I mean, for oh, me yeah. personally. I mean, my idea is, like, listen, I'm not, I'm not uh, a, a, a user, but I am all, like... Treat it like cigarettes, treat it like alcohol, syntax it till like we can have great, you know, resources and schools and awesome roads and good infrastructure. Like, fine. People want it. Fine. But like pay for the luxury of having this added to the to the roster of legal things. What's going to happen first? Selling alcohol at Memorial Stadium for football games or legalized marijuana? Legalizing marijuana. No, alcohol at the stadium. <laughs> I'm that could be here next year. That's, That's awesome. That's good. Like, like they're not just club seats, not just for like the the high rollers, but for anybody down there with a runza in their pocket to keep warm. It. You want people to go to games? <laughs> you have to do something. They're doing a big stadium overhaul. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. Come on, Trev. It. I mean, so, we, we, you know, it, it seemed controversial back in the day to have alcohol at the College World Series, and it has been a nothing burger. Mm-hmm. The cops haven't had any incidents. No. They don't really sell that much. If you go down there, you might have I mean, one or two. Like 10 people, bucks. The, yeah, the alcohol issues of the College World Series were always the tailgaters, and people who walked in the stadium already cranked, Yeah, which people are doing that at Memorial. They're out yeah. there tailgating, going nuts. I mean, the alcohol issues. But it's your time to sober up. Once you get into the stadium, you, you've you've done your partying at, since 8 a.m. Did you That's go to Garth? Of, Did you go to Garth? Yeah, went to Garth. Yeah, there was booze at Garth. Oh, yeah, which was it was an great. People were drinking beer at Memorial, so you saw how it could work. Mm-hmm. It was fine. How I mean, they were beers? expensive, uh, like eight, nine bucks. That's I mean, not bad I know for stadium beer. Just, you know, tall boy, uh, Coors Lights. That was perfect. That's I cheaper mean, than like, I think a beer at a Creighton game. It was like two. It was like I two. think but most sporting events, a beer starts at ten. Yes, and but, goes up from there. Like if you want to get like a, a three one two Goose Island or something like that, you're paying fourteen, fifteen bucks because it's considered you know, niche. Yeah. But when you're micro. when you're sharing when you're sharing beers though it starts adding up when both me and my wife have gone through two or three next thing you know isn't that crazy for the price of a six pack is one beer is one beer I know but you're paying for the experience and somebody else pouring it right uh, there are a couple top Navy guys out of a out of a job. Last month, a submarine hit an underwater mountain in the South China Sea. And uh, the fleet commander on the sub was uh, found to be maybe not paying attention. Going too fast in an area not well charted said the whole thing could have been prevented. It's not, like, crew this, members, it's not like they have a window. No. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't see it coming. It's not like the Titanic where you're like, is that an iceberg? I think that happens anytime, anytime there's an accident on a submarine. Uh, the commanding officer is relieved of duty. And then they maybe move you to another boat. But you've lost confidence of your crew. This right, is a common thing on that submarine boat. accidents. It kind of happens. Well, so the, not the, that the story was it ran into an underwater mountain, and people thought, "Wow, it's twenty uh, twelve. Like, didn't it use its GPS? Like, wasn't it using its Google's you know maps? Right. And it doesn't. It, they really go on existing maps. They don't use sonar actively. They can ping mm-hmm. like what's in front of them, and they would see that mountain. But when they're in the field doing exercise like this, th- that gives off their position. So they're literally flying blind based on how accurate and updated their maps are. So if they know where they are and start now pacing where we are on that, you know, it's old school. It's getting the map out. And the they ran under an uncharted mountain, slammed in the side of an under underwater mountain. 
So it's the uh, Connecticut, one of three um, submarines that are part of that Sea Wolf class, like the most, you know, potent and secretive in the Navy. So we're down a third. I mean, because this thing's out of commission since it ran into a mountain. <laughs> uh, there's a nerd guy that does a thing on YouTube called Smarter Every Day. Okay. And he has he's just a really bright guy, and he does all these really neat adventures, Smarter Every Day. And the, there's like several episodes on submarines, and it's incredible. And it's so watched by so many people who potentially might join the Navy that they gave him access as an influencer, and they right. flew him out in a helicopter, and he filmed everything on his GoPro, and they did the deal where he was in up at, by the North Pole, and the submarine surfaces through the ice. Neat. And he gets a front row view. He's flying in the helicopter, and boom, it busts through that ice. Oh, that's awesome. Opens the door, and he gets to go down, and they gave him a full tour oh. of the submarine. It was really neat, man. Like you'd That's a brave life, and... And, and that's on YouTube? Yeah, Smarter Every Day. Okay. I, my son's got to watch that. And they were breaking down how the officer corps on a submarine, they got to learn how to do everything on the boat. And it yes. might take a year. There's like a year window depending on your rank, a year to two years. And you have to literally learn how to do everything on the submarine, from like cooking to shooting the torpedoes. Because there's nobody, no getting off. Cleaning the toilets, right. It is an every man on board, at least on the officer corps, has to do. I mean, just the level of smart. Like, these people are really keeping us safe. Yes. The brightest minds, the bravest people, and then they run into a mountain under the water. <laughs> You're like, come on, guys, no. this is not a good look for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the flip side of exploration, uh, Bezos, his space company, lost its lawsuit against NASA. I think it's so wonderful that Jeff Bezos doesn't get everything. What was it? Why was he suing them? Well, remember, so Blue Origin lost the contract. Remember, they wanted you to do the lunar lander, and they lost it to SpaceX, and he had total sour grapes, and he took NASA to, to, to court to be like, we wanted it. The decision was made by the U.S. Court of Federal Claims after Blue Origin filed a suit in August. The lawsuit has been resolved. NASA said it's going to begin working with SpaceX again very soon. Bezos said that the decision, you know, he wrote that it wasn't the decision that he would have hoped for, but he wishes them the best. But then he also, you know, then kicked a cat or something. Is he going to eventually try and land on the moon? I think that's, I mean, they're all aiming for whatever's next. I mean, you've got SpaceX, they're uh, doing a, launching another mission tomorrow. It got pushed back for, get a load of this, weird, a medical issue that NASA has not clarified, but they had to they had to scrub the mission until tomorrow in order to do it. But they said everybody's fine, but it was a medical issue. Because remember, isn't China planning to land on the moon? Like I think China's always like, you I know, mean, pu- putting a man on the moon. Got it. You know, we keep landing little or a woman. Stuff. But don't you think? Right. It's like, thank you, Bounce. <laughs> thank you <laughs> for being the one woke enough. Right. Why don't we put a lady on the moon? <laughs> and are we going to do it right? Guys? I mean, we haven't gone back. Don't you think it's weird that we never went back? We're the only, know, America's the is. only ones that went. We went a handful of times and then we never went back and no one else went back. Maybe there's just stuff up there. That well, we like, transitioned hey, we in the 80s to our Star Wars program. I mean, that was the big, you know, that was where they kind of funneled the resources. It sort of went from exploration to defense. And that became more of like what they were interested in. They're like, we've been to the moon. But everybody's starting to get out into space. We need to be point, you know, tip of the spear as far as if anybody decides to weaponize space. It's I mean, that was the big thing in the Reagan administration. To put a woman on the moon. Yeah, Jeff, you tell them. That's what you got to do. I'm just, I'm echoing the strong words of bounce. I have a lot of takes on that.
Get them up there. All right. Uh, just around the corner is another chance to score $1,000. It's the $100,000 plastic payoff. But you got to have the keyword. It's important. And, and we're doing it four times today. And the first chance is right around the corner. Right, Bounce? Yep. It's coming up. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Oh, now is the time to give away money. It's the Channel 941 $100,000 plastic payoff. Just a chance to win a thousand bucks. Today, there's four shots at it, and this is the first one. You just got to listen for the keyword. And you text it. So here's the first chance. Bounce fired away. Cash 18. So simple as this. You just cash. C-A-S-H. The number one and eight. You put it all together. Cash 18. And you text that. 402-938-9400. You have the rest of the hour. So if you're driving right now, clearly we don't want you on the Dodge Expressway texting that to us right now. So you do have time to win the $1,000. But you'll be the only one that isn't. Yeah, exactly. Cash $18,000. Each keyword is worth $1,000. Like you said, we're doing it four times. So we got $4,000. 402-938-9400. Uh, you text that in. Even though a party isn't here today, he might respond with, who this? Who this? He will. You up? <laughs> he's drinking tequila right now. <laughs> what? Cash 18. Uh, he's actually coming back from Vegas today. He was like, I'm the only person leaving the airport uh, in Vegas on a Friday. Oh, my true. God. Seriously. Yeah. Nice. It's got to be an easy ticket death. to get. All <laughs> planes landing and then a couple planes leaving in shame. Empty wallets. I mean, I've always heard you can only do Vegas for three days. Three days. Went there. I got married there once. Um, and it was it was fun. <laughs> that, sound, <that's laughs> that sounds the terrible. The chapter and the verse. <laughs> I got married there once. No, um, and and was, you know it's not the current marriage we're talking was, about. No, it's not. It was not. But it was, you, you, spent, you could do like two or three days, like you said, and then you do something else. We went to San Diego um, afterwards because it's, you know. For your honeymoon? Just a drive. Just bad. with the family. We were with the family. Hayden was just a little baby then. So. I was meant to do that drive to yeah. do Vegas to um, San Diego. That was a plan once uh, when I went out to the Holiday Bowl. We were going to fly to Vegas for a night and then uh, rent a car and, and uh, drive to San Diego. That was my first time seeing the ocean. I thought it was cool. Oh, oh neat. Yeah, that is the first. It's, it's always, That's a good first. Yeah, and it's always like 75 degrees and perfect there. But yeah, Texas, Cash 18, 402-938-9400. That's going to be your keyword. All right, there's all kinds of movies coming out. Uh, Tom Hanks has got something on Apple coming out, Molly. Yeah, um, he's got a, uh, one coming up on Apple. We've got a new event, I mean, Marvel movie in theaters. And we also have a Marvel star who's just been crowned the sexiest man alive by People Magazine. All right, stick around for all that. 8.32 on the Big Party Morning Show. It's Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. On the Big Party Morning Show. A lot of movie options this weekend. Uh, You've got the Eternals finally showing up in theaters. The latest from Marvel. They uh, are basically the immortal Avengers. They're aliens from another planet that have come here to help save the world from the bad aliens. Okay. So it's like the timeline is right after Endgame. So it's kind of like if you saw Avengers Endgame, this is like the next, like something else going on in the Marvel Universe during the same time. And everybody's squealing because the, um, you know, Marvel's famous for their post-credits scene. 
and uh, somebody spilled the beans. I mean, about like a week or two ago, they that it's Harry. Harry Styles is makes an appearance as as you know going to be in the Marvel universe moving forward as Thanos's brother. Now, are you familiar with these plots? No, I'm not familiar with this um, this uh, part of Marvel. I mean, um, and you're pretty up to speed, and now we've gone over your skis. Like, yeah, ooh, this is they're really kind of running out of materials, right? The big thing that I'm very excited for, like in comic book news, which I'm going to take this moment, is Netflix is doing the Sandman um, comic books, and they're finally making that live action, and it's like a dream come true that they're finally doing this. People who are super fans of Neil Gaiman, this has been a property that's been handed to a million different production houses and just couldn't make it work. Initially, the closest it came was when George... Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to play Sandman and then they just couldn't work it out and now it's finally like they're they're making it they're on location it's in production that'll be my next comic book freak out so Uh, just a heads up but the cast of this externals has got everybody it's got Kit Harrington, Richard Madden both of them were in Game of Thrones Angelina Jolie which is crazy Selma Hayek she looks amazing Angelina's Thena character though in the trailer looks like she's ripping off Wonder Woman kind of yeah if if Wonder Woman were wearing nothing but like white and gold, she's wearing white and gold, and she seems like she's got like a golden lasso or something. It's like I want Wonder Woman to show up and kick her ass. Well, because she's got like the invisible shield. Well, keep in mind that would be crossing streams, Jeff. You- Wonder Woman's DC, Athena oh. is Marvel. Hello, that's so nerdy. They're, like- they're so they're such bad plots. Speak it's for not yourself. worthy. It's so not worthy. Speak for yourself. But if you have Apple TV Plus, you're going to be able to see a Tom Hanks movie, Finch, uh, which is now available to watch. And this, I think, is going to be the family movie tonight. It's Tom Hanks, a dog, and a robot. Kind like can't Outcast. wrong. Exactly. Kind of like Outcast in the future. Instead of him yelling at Wilson, a volleyball, yes. uh, <laughs> it's a robot. He's trying to teach. He knows he's dying from radiation poisoning because it's the end of the world. He's like the last man on earth. Yes. And he's try- he knows he's going to pass away, but he doesn't want to leave his dog alone. So he's trying to uh, humanize a robot and teach the robot how to take care of the dog. So It's going to be a total tearjerker. You know it is. You know that Tom Hanks is going to have some super moving scene with a dog and this like robot that we're all going to fall in love with. I'm going to cry tonight. It's just I'm, I'm just going to own it. Spencer is the uh, movie with Kristen Stewart. Lots of Oscar buzz. She embodies Princess Diana. It's all set on like one weekend when the uh, royals were together. It was like her last Christmas before, you know, their whole marriage blew up. And uh, everybody's raving about it. Ed Sheeran is going to be the musical guest tomorrow night on Saturday Night Live. And uh, he's coming in pretty hot on account of the fact that he was just crowned the richest British star under 30 for the third year in a row. That kind of shocks me because I would think like Harry Styles could be He's up second. There. There's, okay, all right. He is second. He's up there. And then Niall Horan and then that Cara Delevingne, um, those are the top five. This is under 30. And so it's sort of like their who's hot list. Heat Magazine puts it out over there. I mean, who knows who we would... Like Kylie Jenner has retained her title as the wealthiest under 30. What about Game celebrity. of Thrones? Any of the Game of, Game of Thrones people? I think they've kind of fallen off the list on account of the fact that, you know, it's not around it's anymore. The money, yeah, because you got to be yeah, currently got two, you minting. got two of them in the Eternals. Right. Yeah. Well, then that next year, I bet they'd be on it if they do well at the box office and have a little back end action. Chris Evans is going to be dubbed People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive 2021. Finally, 
Captain America's getting his day. He's so handsome. And I follow him on social media. And Chris Evans also is like the embodiment of like what you see is like a really nice guy. Um, he's got these funny videos when he was filming the Avengers and doing Captain America. You know, a lot of these movie stars, they have assistants. He hired his like high school buddies. And so it's really funny because they made all these like behind the scenes clips of them doing this stuff. And it's like bloopers of him screwing up as Captain America and them just absolutely broiling him. And it's just absolutely so cool. Doing what to him? Broiling him. I mean, like just, you know, <laughs> teasing him like as a friend, like just roasting him. <laughs> Sounded like something else. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, roasting him. Don't hit send, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Like the last time. Learn, yeah, learn from your mistakes. Because what was that? Was that last year? That that uh, that was last year. So in 2020, there was an um, unfortunate sharing of his private parts. He was meant to just share like a fun clip from um, like a, you know, a Zoom game night with friends and apparently didn't really know how to work, fat fingered it and went ahead. Yeah, pull the bounce. It. Pull the bounce. Yep. Next thing we had to look at his thumb. Uh, have you guys ever been to his uh, political website? It's uh, intended yes. to be apolitical, but it's about uh, it's called about starting points, and it's a lot of videos that will kind of give you the theory is to give you kind of a general middle ground, non polarized position on a lot of political things that are going on. So you don't get the Fox or the CNN spin; you get kind of a little bit. I like it. I mean, he worked really hard on it. Um, so it's a startingpoint.com. And um, he's been, I mean, spending a lot of time and, and energy working on that project. And Sadly, we needed this website about 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Netflix, if you're into Narcos, Narcos Mexico Season 3 dropped last night. So you can binge the entire thing. There's uh, Who's going to leave the house? I forgot about Call Narcos, of Duty. That, honestly. Yeah, Narcos Mexico's good. Uh, Call, of, Call of Duty came out last night. Like, we're all going to be inside gaming. This might be one of the last great 60s weekends. Could get up to 70. It's going to be great today, tomorrow. Sunday is going to be beautiful. I could enjoy it. I guess I'll, I'm going to the hockey game tonight, UNO hockey. So I you technically. Oh, yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Ninth ranked UNO plays Miami of Ohio. And next weekend, hopefully they can stay, uh, get two wins. They go to number one St. Cloud State next weekend. They're the only nationally ranked team that's seven and one. U-N-O. 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 And also here coming up, Jeff, we do have the world premiere we've been playing. We're going to play it all day. Post Malone, the weekend, came out with their uh, new one, One Right Now. We're going to have that for you coming up. All right, 851. Well. Stay tuned. We'll play it up next. Channel 9 for 1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning, 920. Made it on a lovely Friday. It's going to be perfect outside. It's only going to get warmer up to the weekend. Remember, stay tuned all dang day. Uh, all dang day? More, <laughs> more chances to win the $1,000 Kayla's going to have your next chance. Yeah, Kayla, well, we're not going to say win. She'll, we give the little teases there. That's the fun part of it. We just want to make sure that, you know, 725 every morning. So Monday you'll hear those times again for the keywords and um, win that $1,000. Mm-hmm. You were hearing a little Peyton Manning. You were, yeah, all, we were just off the air. Day. We were talking about the Peyton Manning football broadcast and how they do that with Monday Night Football. And... Are we obsessed with Peyton here in town because of Omaha? I mean, Omaha, Omaha Productions is an actual thing. Omaha. How could it not be? Pro- well, that they, they produce that Monday Night Football broadcast with ESPN. So I always thought that was cool. He's just one of the brightest minds in football. And I'm a, I'm a casual uh, NFL football fan. Like, it was funny. Uh, Mike Tyler from Todd and Tyler today was like, well, who's your team? I'm like, I don't have a team. Yeah. That's shocking to people. Like, they don't know where to put you. Oh, really? It's just the casual you know, football fan. When you yeah. can't go at somebody, when you can't yeah. go at their team. But you can hate. You can I'm hate coming team, for you. Right. <laughs> like, you're I, just tired of, oh, like, oh, I hate Tom Brady. People who hate Tom Brady, did you see that story about the young boy with brain cancer? Um, he, was, he lives in Utah. It was just a recent game. Finally got over brain cancer, and he was obsessed with Tom Brady so much that when he would have mental breakdowns, he would just watch film of Tom Brady, and it kind of called. He's like, he asked his dad. He said, "Who do you think is the greatest quarterback in Utah?" Had no, you know, ties to it, and he's like, "Well, Tom Brady is technically the greatest quarterback right now." And so he starts watching it, goes through brain cancer, and goes to a Bucks game. He said, "Once you get over this, we're going to go to Tampa. We're going to take you to a game. They have front row seats." He had a sign that said, "Tom Brady, you helped me through, you know, brain cancer," and it got noticed. Tom goes over there. Gives it, puts a little hat on his head. Kid starts bawling. It's a great story, and you're like, okay, why do you hate Tom Brady? Like you can't. Like there's certain things that you just look past. Nobody hates the goat. People say they hate the goat and they hate him by jealousy, but they're just like frustrated. You know, it's right. like it's just somebody can't live that charmed of a life and not get a little bit of pushback. I mean, everybody else in the world is, you know. Worrying about bills or losing weight or, you know, hoping that they're attractive. And this guy just, like, walks on the field and is like, I'm all of those things. Well, you also have people who love to hate whatever's popular. Like, they want to be the contrarian view. Um, But in their heart of hearts, they love Tom Brady. Yeah. But I I still love Peyton Manning more. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a person. Like, where Tom Brady is giving, like, the game day football to the sick kid. I still see Peyton Manning being like, go out, I'm going to throw, just put your hands go up. Out. The yeah. SNL ad, remember the <laughs> yes. SNL bit? And he's darting it. Where he's hitting kids. kids in the back of the head. You suck. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> love that. YMCA football game. So that one of those little kids that, that he hits in the back of the head in that SNL ad just got married. Oh, really? And he asked Peyton if he would, if he would I don't know if go, but go. record a video. Oh, so like nice. at the wedding, it popped up, and he was it was like Peyton being like, "Hey, congratulations on your wedding day! Like, just put your hands up, and all you know, and, I'll, and you'll catch it." Yeah, that's so that's pretty class. cool. Like they're both really great guys. But isn't but. it isn't it crazy though what athletes can? I mean, you think even just here in Nebraska, Scott Frost um, can the Frost know, effect. Little, yeah. It's the Frost effect. You know, my my son still remembers. It was like the red white game he went to Frost first year, and. Hayden really didn't know anything about Frost. Frost gives him a high five through the tunnel walk, and it was like the greatest thing he's ever experienced because Scott Frost 
gave him a high five for the tunnel. And walk. he still has that touch. You see that after every uh, home game, you know, after he does the tunnel walk, yeah. there's a million social feeds that pop up of some mom or dad with their kid who got a got a tap. What was the got win? the Martinez slap? Off the top of my head, I can't think of the win we had at home, but when he was walking off with it, it was a good win. Um, and he's walking off with his kid and his, his wife. wife. And, and it was just like that adorable, like, oh, why, why are we, why are we hating on Scott Frost? Like, was this earlier in the season? This was yeah. this year. Yeah, wasn't that was... the PR walk that everybody was la- no, laughing no, about? No, it was after. No, no, you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, um, I, I, I just think that after this weekend, we just let it go. Like, whatever happens, I'm not going to go on Twitter. And I, well, I will, but you'd want to avoid all the hate. People would be like, oh, Scott Frost, go away. We're, we need we need to bring someone else in. What would you do? Who was I just can't wait for the season to be over for so many reasons. <laughs> right. Number one, so I don't have to have these conversations yeah. every week. I am so sick of wasting any amount of oxygen you constantly are. like talking about whether or not he should come or go. It's like, who cares? He's got the job. He's doing what he's doing. Just it's let him really be. It's really important, and it's the one thing that stitches the state together. It's it's re- it really is not. It, it it can't go away. Oh no, I'm not saying like that the, go away. I'm saying the the you know like the the hate back and forth. The hate. It's like just he he's there. Let's just breathe. We're playing yeah. games. It's supposed to be fun. Remember? I know. Remember when we just gotta have fun, whether we win or lose. I mean, Bill Callahan and stitch that in our brains back in the day of. All right, well, I guess we'll go 5-7 and seven and get blown out by 40 points. Get used to it. New Nebraska. Uh, it's a fun game tomorrow. 11, what is it, 11 o'clock game? Yeah, 11 a.m. I mean, it, 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 is, 6 it is the Ohio State, and again, the man is due for a win. I just remember the last time, well, maybe not the last time, when Ohio State was here, I, Mike Riley was the coach. They were coming down the tunnel walk. And nobody was excited. Like, the players were about to just, like, go to the gauntlet. Like, they looked scared. Nobody looked motivated. So you can always tell how the players are feeling during the tunnel walk. So hopefully you're there at Memorial Stadium for that one. All right. Good luck. Go Big Red. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Yep. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, all day, keep listening for that Post Malone weekend. We're going to be cranking that sucker out. Uh, the first time they've collaborated, Post Malone on the weekend, it's called One Right Now. And listen for that, uh, the keyword, 29 after the hour, the select hours we told you. Yes. Uh, Hope keep, you were listening. We told you this morning. Kayla's got your next shot. We'll just uh, say that. Wanted to give a plug real quick because um, we had talked about it a, like a couple weeks ago. The Flatiron downtown is getting a new uh, people familiar with that triangle style cool restaurant location, the Flatiron Cafe that's been closed. Uh, it's getting a second location of Dirty Birds Chicken from Blackstone, and it's really legit chicken. I had it last night, so they're pretty excited. It's going to go into that iconic building coming soon. Neither one of you guys have had Dirty Birds. No, I have not had it, but I love fried chicken, so sign me up. Everybody Don't tell lo- my husband. Everyone loves that hot chicken sandwich right now. Like you know, this like the Nashville the hot. Thing. Yeah. Yep, they do Nashville hot, but you can do the standard. It's in the switch, uh, just across the street from the uh, Cottonwood Hotel. Check that out; it's legit. Uh, go big red. Yes, we are ready. We are excited. We are optimistic. Yeah, we got to win. I just yes. feel like everyone knows, and the universe and the karma knows that Scott Frost deserves a win. He's so due. 
Everybody's kind of pulling. It is funny because, like, national media, they are. They're like, man, you're right there, Nebraska. Scott Frost has you right here. And then you get on local Twitter. It's like, what did you do? Why is he our coach? Sisyphus, man. Oh, man. You, you watch the guy pushing a rock up a hill so long. You, want you just want to see him. You want the pain to stop. <laughs> so come on, sweet karma. Give us a win against the Ohio State uh, tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Uh, Bounce, thanks for hanging in this week. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, back next week. Yeah, have fun at the hockey game tonight, man. Yeah, U- U-N-O. 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 Should be a great game across the street at Baxter Arena. We're uh, excited to be here at the heart of Exarbin where it's so great. Omaha I mean, Knights played. It, this Omaha Lancers played. A lot right, of history right down here. Yeah, so a lot of fun. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. On. Play some golf and do yourself good.